Welcome to the Sanctuary Podcast. Angel Deer is a medicine man and offers his work on sacred land through shamanic healing, energy healing, sound healing, breath work, plant medicine, and workshops and events. The Sanctuary is a community for all those who seek healing transformation, ancient wisdom, and a place to come together to create a new way of living and relating. This is the Sanctuary Podcast, and this is Angel Deer. So today we're going to pick a nice light topic, the topic of transition. And what I'd like to know from you, since you know this word very well, is had you thought about it before you experienced your own first transition? I did not, in fact. You know, I never visualized that. I never thought it was something, you know, that was, yeah, something important in life. Yes. <laughs> what about since you've made this big transition professionally and including your entire lifestyle, really, do you feel like you know what the word means now? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big difference, you know, and I like to think of transition, you know, as a rite of passage. You know, you always remind me when I think transitions, rite of passage. You know, in life, we're coming into life through rite of passage, our birth, and that's coming through with sweat and tears and blood and pain and noise. Sounds very <laughs> melodramatic. It is, is, but it's, it's, you know, and at the same time, it's so beautiful. It's coming into life. You know, we are coming that way. And in fact, we are going to go through many rite of passages, you know, into adulthood as men and women. We don't really celebrate that much, but traditional society do. Uh, getting married, getting a family started, uh, losing people, very close ones sometimes, and then, then going. So life is transition. Why is it, do you think, that often we don't look at just the things like seasons changing or day turning into night turning into day as transitions and that the word always seems so big and lofty? Well, we have a big disconnection first, I think, with, with nature and our own nature to start with. And rite of passages, because they are not celebrated in our society anymore or not seen as so meaningful uh, as they used to be in traditional society, they are very also sometimes even pushed away. And it's a problem. In traditional society, you know, everybody comes around, the tribe, the family, the whole village, uh, to celebrate those rite of passages. And they are always painful. They are always something that we have to let go. There's always something that we have to learn to grow from. And it often comes, you know, with blood and tears and pain. Uh, but also ceremonial and communal, yes. albeit difficult, yes. right? And it's a very different thing. I think if you look at transition, the rite of passages as something that's life itself, than something that's an accident or problem. You know, if you realize, oh, this is part of life. In fact, this is life. I'm transitioning every morning, every evening. I'm transitioning, you know, in life uh, during certain part of my life. Uh, and if you see, okay, this is happening to everyone. But if on top of it, it was celebrated, 
and everybody will come around you, you know, doesn't mean the pain go away, but it might be much easier to go through it. I just got fired from my job. Come on over. We're having a party. <laughs> I just got divorced. Come on over. Yeah, you're right. It but there's something be, to it. There is something to it. And it's okay. You know, we'll survive that probably, you know, at the end of the day, we're going to get in a different place. When you have lived those rite of passages and you look back five years, 10 years down the line, you're just like, oh my God, this is amazing. In fact, what happened? It allowed me such growth. It allowed me maybe to find the right person. It reminded me to find maybe my life career or my, you know, my life purpose. The problem is that we're very ashamed of it. We hide. We don't tell anyone. We lie on our social media. We don't tell we are miserable. We don't tell we lose our job. We feel out of the system. We so much have to be like everybody. And when we go to the next phase, somehow there's nobody there. And I think that's where the pain is coming from. A lot of the pain is coming from there. Um, having experienced one of many transitions, but my most recent one, um, a year and a half ago when my job got eliminated, um, first of all, you talk about just the idea of the pretense of things like, uh, let's just call out Facebook as one example of many, um, or YouTube, where I actually thought I'm in this process right now and I want to start a channel that's uh, called Single, Middle-Aged and Unemployed as a way to, <laughs> I really thought about this. And I chickened out and instead I did what everyone else did is I, um, I feel or does is that I felt the isolation and a little bit of shame and more just self-consciousness because that's not how you want to, um, you don't want, you know, nobody wants to really look at themselves as being vulnerable or, um, not having a paycheck that week. You know, those aren't the things you want to really kind of exclaim to the world. But the truth is if we all remember that we all go through it. And that there's nothing um, special about our situation. Obviously, it's unique to us, but it's not unique to humans. Everybody has yes, their version of it, right? It would make us feel a lot more comfortable. Totally, it. but it's it's also touching, you know, to fear and to vulnerability. You know, like you you just mentioned vulnerability, and it's a, you know it's a great point. It's we live in a society where it's it's not very okay to be vulnerable. Yeah, we in a society it's not very okay to be different, and so. When we go through those, uh, transition time, uh, we have around us a certain tribe that knows us for a certain thing. We're married or we have this job or we are doing this. And then our tribe see us evolving in a different way. We get maybe slightly out of the tribe. We get different. Uh, and we are afraid of being judged there. Because we're not like everybody anymore there. Doesn't mean, you know, not everybody's living where we're living, but we feel like somehow we're broken. You know, we, we are not anymore like the same way. And so this transition time, they bring shame very often. Yes. And that's a problem. One side, because it's not celebrated. So, you know, it feel you is very isolating in many ways. And two, because I really think that I never thought of that before until it happened to me. So somehow it means nobody really talked to me about it. Or I see it happening to other people and it seems like something very unique or rare. You know, it's not happening to everyone. Well, when I went through it, and when I started talking about it, I realized, in fact, it was very common. Yes. And in fact, it was life itself. This was not an accident of life. This was life itself. It and it brings, needs a voice. I'm sure a lot of people found comfort listening to you and your story. Yes, I think once you start talking about it, 
And that was uh, the reason why I blogged originally, you know, it was to find my new tribe, find the people that maybe were like me. So maybe, you know, part of it was trying to reconnect to a new tribe. And, uh, but I think a lot of it has to do, okay, I need to talk about it. I need to ask people. And I realized, oh, there's so many people. We're all going through it. And once you start talking, the people that maybe looks like they've never been through it start opening and say, oh my God, I'm so glad you're talking about that. Yes. You know, so then you look back and say, okay, that's the wise thing to do. Let's be vulnerable. Like Brené Brown says, you know, that's something that can save us, you know, and save humanity in so many ways by just opening and talking about it. You're listening to The Sanctuary Podcast with Angel Deer. While you're listening, browse the website at www.thesanctuaryheal.com. I think the trick too is is that um, is to maybe uh, divorce ourselves from the identity of who we were or who we thought we were in whatever that prior situation was, whatever that marriage was, whatever that job was, whatever that circumstance or geographical location was, whatever it is, that maybe if we try to separate ourselves from identifying with it and realize that the magic is in knowing that we are not our circumstances... Right? We're not. That it helps and, us uh, move through it maybe a little more gently, do you think? Yes. And you're right. Shading who we are as an identity is going to be a little bit difficult. There is a transition, you know, uh, the cocoon, the butterfly, you know, and all the serpent that shading its skin. You know, there's a beautiful uh, prayer uh, that the Indians in uh, Peru are using. Uh, they talk to the serpents and, and they tell him, Teach us uh, to shed the past the way you shed your skin. And it's something it's beautiful. It's a beautiful image, you know, and they're, they're obviously doing that prayer from their heart with a lot of meanings in it. What does it mean? What the serpent, you know, is, is used to that. He's shedding his skin. It's probably a little bit painful. We don't know. Uh, there's definitely something going on. And, and when in life we go through transition, we let go of that old quote, that old image. And in a society where we are so defined by what we look like, letting go of what we look like can feel like a little death. Yes. In fact, rite of passages is a death in many ways of our old self to let place, to let space uh, grow for that new person to come in. And when, when once you go through the shedding and whatever pain may be attached to that, isn't the next step um, an amazing opportunity? Yes, it is. And the pain very often comes because we still attach a little bit to that old skin. We're still trying to fit into that skin that's dead on the side of the road and put that old coat. And uh, yes, it's definitely a reverse, definitely gross. And if we were looking at transition and we're equipped, you know, with people that come with us along the way that help us to find the right tools, uh, it would not be that painful, you know? So I really feel that me, my pain and my transition was a lot also due to the fact that I was not equipped. I didn't know exactly what was going to happen. And the unknown can be very scary sometimes. Yes. Most of the time for most of us. I yes. Think. Yes. So how do we get inside that space then that number one helps to heal and find a comfort in the unknown and in this uncomfortable place we're in and then help us move out of it. What do we do? I think uh, one of the things, if you haven't prepared it, I always encourage people that are very successful or don't, I've never been through a transition to prepare those transition 
to know what are the tools because you know it's like running a marathon you know you don't train the day before or running the olympics and transition can be like running the olympics it can feel like extremely challenging oh yes <laughs> so that's Olymp the first olympics thing. that i really never fully succeeded in finishing the race let's exactly so let, let's first let's prepare two what do you do when you prepare a race you you go with a coach or you go with people that do the same thing as you. So I think like being surrounded by people that live the same thing, like that have went through it, that are out of it. And that can give you a perspective from how is the world on the other side? You know, how is it to go there? Then you might be able to, okay, maybe it's not that scary transition, but it is painful and it is scary always. You know, it's not like it goes away, but that can help, you know. And there is in the scriptures, uh, you know, of many religion, uh, testimony of how hard it is to transition, to jump into this new person. And then, you know, one that comes to mind to me is the one of, uh, the Jewish people when they were chased out of Egypt mm -hmm. and, uh, they were living in slavery there. So, you know, we can already say they were happy, uh, and they run after the, the army is chasing them. And God is above guiding them and they arrive in front of the Red Sea and they stop. Despite God is telling them cross, despite the enemies right behind, despite they are living in slavery, they're challenging. You know, they want to stay in the comfort. They know it's going to be probably painful or scary. There's something there that the comfort of where we are somehow, even if it's slavery. It's more familiar. It's familiar. And we know as there, the unknown is difficult. And they finally cross and they're rejoicing and they're playing music on the other side. And obviously there's great joy and great transformation and something incredible that await them. So I think it's, it's uh, you know, we can say it's just a story, but I think in many ways, you know, it's showing us in our life today, our transitions are, they are going to be painful. We are going to have maybe two voices in our head. One is telling us to cross. One is telling us not to cross. You've only had two voices? Because <laughs> on certain days I've lost count, but... <laughs> two groups of voices, let's say. Yes. Two shoulders that we have yes. with as many people populating them or voices yes. populating them, right? Yes. But we have a tendency to trust the voice that somehow are the voice that are keeping us from transitioning, from evolving. So the key then uh, in, in closing this conversation is perhaps to find either your support group or your practice or your therapy before you're in a place of crisis to make it a part of your daily. Now, you know, they always say the cliche, and I'm speaking from experience too. The first time I found an amazing therapist on this planet is when I was in crisis. The relationship, yes. I think that that's very common. Would it help? in periods of transition to already have the groundwork laid before you really needed it? Yeah, I think it's a little bit, if you are the captain of a ship, you know, you're going to learn how to maneuver in the storm. Even if most of the time you're going to make cruise on a very flat sea, you know, in your life, you know, how amazing would it be if you could man know how to maneuver, you know, in the storm before. And it's really what it is. You know, transition time can be very challenging, but if we have learned how to do it, it's going to be much easier. If we know where our tribe is, if we already, you know, know the tools we can use, it might still bring pain. It might still bring tears and blood, 
but it might not be as difficult. It will not be as difficult because we know where we're going. You've been listening to the Sanctuary Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, we're a source of talks about spirituality, personal transformation, energy healing, shamanism, and earth-based practices. For more, visit thesanctuaryheal.com. On the website, you can find out about our events, our retreats, healing offering, our spiritual blog, and you can also register for the newsletter. Again, visit thesanctuaryheal.com. Till next time, this is The Sanctuary Podcast, and Angel Deer, signing off.